February 29th. That's today. A day that only comes around every four years in order to make up for the time we lost the last three years. How much time exactly? The answer is pretty easy to figure out, but I don't want to focus too much attention on the origin of the leap year. Instead, I want to take this time to discuss what I think is a plaguing mentality in our society and what this extra day could mean for changing it. My name is Jeremy Schaus, and this is Let's Take It Back, a podcast that uncovers and discusses the origins of society's favorites. This episode is dedicated to this extra day and the opportunity we all have in using it to our advantage. I also apologize to all my listeners for the one-day delay in posting this piece, but I had to take advantage of today. It lined up just too perfectly. So, why does the leap year exist? Well, we first have to talk about the Julian calendar, enacted by Julius Caesar, on January 1st in the year 45 BC, which was widely seen as the dominant calendar in the Roman world to include most of Europe and in European settlements in the Americas and elsewhere. This calendar specifically was created to match the Earth's revolutions around the sun, known as the tropical year. To complete one full revolution around the sun, it takes our planet 365 days, 5 hours, 48 minutes, and 45 seconds. In order to recoup the extra roughly 6 hours lost each year, a leap day was inserted at the end of February every 4 years. This seems like the calendar we use today, right? The thing is, in this calendar, February was the last month of the year, and the leap day was actually on February 24th not the 29th like it is today. Because of a calculation error, every third year was actually a leap year, and this lasted until 12 CE or AD. That's an error that lasted for 57 years, and a mistake that would cause the calendar year to become out of sync with religious holidays such as Easter and astronomical events such as equinoxes and solstices. I would hate to be that guy who messed up. For 57 years? You're that guy? One miscalculation. Everyone trusted you for this. Hey, can you come like fix the calendar for us and make sure this does really well? You're like, yeah, sure, I got it. Did you check it? Oh, I triple-checked it. It's perfect. 57 years later. Oh, crap. I, okay, guys, I think I made a slight misjudgment, and that's why everything is ruined now. So now we're going to jump forward a crazy amount of years to 1582. And this is when most of the world will adopt the Gregorian calendar, which is what we use today. It's named after Pope Gregory XIII, and it adjusted the misalignment caused by the Julian calendar, which in terms of days is approximately 13 days. In order to begin the calendar in sync, the people living in 1582 had to skip forward from October 4th to October 15th. If we still follow the Julian calendar, today is actually February 15th, not February 29th. Hey, that's 15 extra days to not do my taxes. I probably shouldn't say that out loud. I, 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 should, I should probably do my taxes. Now, the inspiration for this next piece of the podcast actually comes from the meaning of the word February. It comes from the Julian calendar, and its Latin translation is mensis februaris, which means the month of the frebua. Now, februa refers to the holiday I mentioned in episode one of the podcast, the pagan festival of Lupercalia which represents purgation and purification of the self and the soul. 
Now, what is this mentality I think society suffers from? Well, it's actually a new word I created. I call it dramativity, and it is the fusion of drama and negativity. So how fun is drama? I think everyone we know can say that they have been involved in drama of some kind. Even if they say they try to avoid drama and not worry about drama, drama is always there. And it's something that I think always fuels what we say and what we do um, for the most part, even if we don't want it to. And even if we try to stay away from it, I think drama is always there somehow, some way with friends or with family or with um, social media or with politics or with religion or uh, any other changes that are happening in our society. Um, so let's say social media, for example. Uh, Ricky Gervais, a really funny comedian, he was on the um, first episodes of the original Office in Britain. Um, he's hosted the Golden Globes a few times. Um, he's actually a really funny guy. Very, very dry sense of humor, as the British are. Uh, but in one of his stand-up specials, he actually speaks something that's pretty true. And he talks about social media. Um, and he talks about how social media has made people think that they are always right and are experts on whatever they post. right? And that people no longer look for fact or do their own research, but they look to see who said what, and what instead of actually looking at what they said. Um, so if they don't like someone, and even if this person says something, they totally dismiss what they said completely without doing their own research. But if they do like someone, they'll say, oh yeah, well they said this, so it's got to be right. Um, and that's not always true. I, I think we out there never do our own research, we never take the time to do our own research, and we never take the time to do anything, so we just agree with whatever is told to us, whatever we read or whatever, we, whatever someone says, or whatever we watch. Um, and I think that causes a lot of problems, and it causes a lot of disconnect and a lot of negativity, and it also causes a lot more drama. Um, and it doesn't open up a chance for us to have dialogue with other people. Um, another part of that, I think, uh, well, I guess something else I actually just read or had heard the other day was about Corona. I think this is a perfect example. So Corona beer, right? They have Corona Premium, Corona Light, uh, Corona Premier now, Corona Extra. Great beer, really good with the lime, really nice on the beach. Um, well, people have actually stopped buying Corona. And you know why they stopped buying Corona? because of the spread of the coronavirus. The coronavirus that originated in Asia, and corona is, is mostly bottled and brewed in Mexico, no connection there, but people have stopped buying corona because it says corona. And corona also fits in coronavirus. There's no, there's no connection whatsoever. But someone went online and said, oh my gosh, guys, look at this connection. The corona and the coronavirus have the same word. That obviously means if I buy corona, I'm going to help spread this disease. It makes no sense. But someone out there said this, and people were like, oh, that must be true, and they stopped buying it. I read something. Um, there's like an index that rates um, how much of a beer is bought, um, and it went from 71% down to like 53 because someone out there said this, and people just believe it. No one does their own research. First of all, that can't make any sense. Like, how can you honestly believe that corona and coronavirus have anything to do with each other? I just, th I think this because people don't go into the news and actually look up the coronavirus and they don't look up corona. So they just believe whatever's told to them. That's ridiculous. Um, another negative piece, um, which this could be sensitive to some people, but I think it comes down to presidential debates. Um, I think presidential debates are, are very important. I think it's a great way for us to understand the, um, 
presidential elections and understand the nominees that are coming in, because I think our right to vote is very, very important. Um, other places have a right to vote too, but it is a freedom that we have that we should exercise um, in order for us to help choose our next president, right? And help choose the policies that are going to affect us on a daily basis. The problem I have now is the president, the presidential debates have turned into a almost like a, a contest of who can do the most jabs to someone else and then who could have the best punchline to get a standing ovation. I feel like every time I watch a presidential debate, I never know the platforms of the nominees. I only know what they hate about the other person, what they hate about one of the other nominees. I, don't, I can't remember the last time I watched a debate and someone did not take a jab at someone else, but only talked about how they're going to help the country, right? And then after they finish jabbing someone, they try to say some quick one-liner and they, they pause and wait for an applause. Um, and I think that is just a way of hyping up drama because people love drama. It's a fuel um, for people to talk about, right? Um, I, I read somewhere else. Um, I was actually listening to Armchair Expert by Dak Shepard, a great podcast. Uh, if you guys ever want to listen and understand kind of experts out there and also um, different celebrities and what they're doing in the world. And um, Dax does a great job to kind of talk about their background and how they got to where they are today. But he was talking um, about how the chemical in the brain that responds to negative energy is 10 times as powerful as the chemical that responds to positive energy. For example, if someone said, hey, I want to tell you about this fun and awesome thing, you may be half in, half out listening to what they're saying. But if someone runs in and goes, oh my gosh, guess what crazy terrible thing happened? you'll quickly pay attention to them and you'll probably focus on them um, the entire time, right? So I think it's quick for us and it's easy for us to pay attention to the negative things. So like in the debates, we pay attention to those quick jabs and we want to go, ooh, look what he just said, or, ooh, look what he just said, instead of focusing, oh, what is actually are they going to do to help our country? Um, and I think that has just kind of played the way we look at politics at the same time, which is sad because the politics that we have in America is very, very important. And it affects a lot of the world. Um, so that was just kind of my little rant about dramativity. Um, but kind of something I want all of you guys to kind of do um, is I want to wrap up this podcast. And I want to do it quickly so that we can use this extra day that we are given to spread positivity. Right? To focus on good energy and enjoy our time with others and listening to those around us. Um, let's try to steer away from negativity and see how different idea is. I think it could be uh, something that could be important for us moving forward as a society and as people if we just focus on the positive and do whatever we can to kind of lift each other up. Um, so that was my little rant. Thank you guys for listening to episode three. Uh, I really appreciate all the support I've gotten uh, over these last three episodes. I'm going to keep pumping them out as much as I can. The next episode will come out next Friday. There will be no delay. There is no extra day. This is the last leap year for four more years. And I'm Jeremy Schaus, and this has been Let's Take a Bang.